0: bed and all hope, listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Sunday, that day before Monday. No, I'm not a poet, but I thought I'd give a hand at it. I hope you're all doing well. I wanted to talk about twists. Not the peppermint twist. Not any other kind of twist, but a plot twist. Plot twists interest me. Now, as most people know, I like to run simple, straightforward games. RPGs. I use simple plots because it's easier to manipulate them. And what I mean by that is... They may be simple, but you can always find a way to turn them around or turn them on their ear or something like that. And to me, if you have a straight arrow plot, let's see what else we can do with it. And twists are great for that. In fact, what else is great is MacGuffins. You know what a MacGuffin is. It's the thing that everybody's looking for, wants, or fights for, things like that. That is just basically a plot device. And but guffins are great for setting up twists. Now, you take a straightforward story. I think I talked about this in how to create a how to create an adventure in an hour with just the core rule book about the town who the brewmaster gets kidnapped by this evil wizard, and the sheriff brings the PCs in to try and find them and what's going on, and they attack the wizard's. Tower, lair, whatever, and find, out, and find out there's a guy behind him who had him do it, which was the sheriff. Because this guy is the, the 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 ruling council in the town favors this guy over the sheriff, and he feels he should have more money and prestige. So he basically either pays off or blackmails the wizard to to wizard to kidnap the guy and maybe kill him giving some reason like he's an evil necromancer and stuff like that anyway. Anyway, that's the twist. And I like that kind of thing because if done right, it really adds to the game. And I don't always do a big twist like that. Sometimes I do a little twist like somebody's not somebody you think they are or something like that, but it doesn't really affect the story. And then there's the big twists that do affect the story. It makes you think back, oh yeah, yeah, I should have seen it coming type thing something like uh, the movie The Usual Suspects. The big twist of that is it makes you rethink the whole movie about what was said, what was done. I like those. And you can foreshadow them. Foreshadowing, in case you don't know, is things where you put in the story before something happens to kind of like a pointer to see what's going to happen. If the characters can pick up on it, or even the audience can pick up on it for that matter. So I like to do little twists. I like to do big twists. The big twists are a little hard to pull off so I don't do them all the time. But if I can get away with it, I'll do it. There's a movie I really like called The Narrow Margin. It's a film noir that takes place on a train. And it stars Charles McGraw as a police lieutenant who is supposed to from L.A. They're, him and his partner are supposed to protect a mob boss's widow. And she's riding a from, train from Chicago to L.A. to testify before the grand jury. Well, they do so. But, and they also, also he meets a young woman and her uh, young son. And he kind of takes a uh shine to her and they talk anyway two thirds through the movie and okay there's spoilers if you ever see this this was remade by the way with Gene Hackman the spoiler is the gun mall that he's protecting is not the gun mall because it turns out but she turns up dead that she was a decoy for the mobsters that wanted to get the gun mall. She was a, I believe she was, a, I believe she was a a female police officer undercover. Anyway, she gets dead. And it turns out the gun mall is actually the woman with the kid. She wants to get out. She wants to not be in that world anymore. That's why she's doing this. And if they were going after the gal... He was protecting they wouldn't go after her that was the theory anyway and they didn't tell him because they thought he might be corrupt i think he may have had something in his past that you know he had, maybe there were some questionable things that happened in his past in his past in his career but they didn't tell him but he figures it out anyway that is a good plot twist that was a great plot twist for me i loved it so that's the kind of thing you want to do. And if you can foreshadow it, uh, it'd be something like the characters noticing something, maybe a little amiss, but they, it's so minor that they probably just not think of it until they think back on it. Maybe it's something that somebody said, like that scenario I told you about the brewmeister. Maybe it was something that the brewmeister, not the brewmeister, but the sheriff said, or maybe something the wizard said when they captured him or trying to stop him. So it could be something said, there could be something, it could be a clue that somebody observes, doesn't realize it's a clue until much later when they start putting the pieces together. It makes the PCs think, it makes the players think. And one thing you gotta kind of avoid is making them a little too complicated. I would like to throw two or three foreshadowing things in there if you could. If not, you could just use the twist. That would be all right, too. So, because I've I've done that in games before, and they go, what? You're kidding. Really? Yeah. I had that murder mystery thing where the guy who was helping him was the assassin. Who assassinated the Dwarven consulate. And that's, that, to me, that's straight out of, like, the Avengers. And I'm talking about the British uh, John Steed M. Appeal Avengers. Because it seemed like every episode, the guy who did it or was doing it was always the guy who was helping them the most. I think that may have been a fault of the series, because I think they rely on that too much. But if somebody's going to be... that's that, You see, I've seen enough... Like mystery films, film noir, detective stories, to know that the guy who's being overly helpful to me is immediately suspicious. And, you know, that's the kind of thing. And but, so you got to do something to throw them off, throw off the PCs, to make it like, nah, it couldn't be that guy, you know, that kind of thing. And then it turns out it is that guy. I've seen a couple of Sherlock Holmes movies, like the a couple of the old Basil Rathbone Sherlock Holmes films, like that, where the guy you think least suspect doing it did it. They, it, it's just that's the kind of thing you got to do. You got to think, look at your story, look at your basic story, your true story, and think, what can I do here to just twist it a little, so it would possibly mislead the 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 characters. And, but I got to make sure that it's not so twisted that they'll never figure it out. It's kind of like a riddle trap. I hate riddle traps. I really do. You know, that kind of thing. And things like that. So, you got to be careful with that. But if you can do it, man, it really adds to the game. Okay. Go thou Duke likewise, as I say. So, I'm going to go start my day. And... If you want to talk to me about this, you want to talk to me about anything, you can drop me a line over at oldmangrogner at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would thank you. And once again, thank you, Jonathan, Dorje, Wendell Jensen, sorry, and Oliver Shrek for being my sponsors. And I really appreciate it, fellas. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.